Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls Podcast. This is a safe space where we can discuss anything we fangirl about from books, TV, film, and travel. Hopefully when we can travel again, when all this COVID stuff is over, maybe. <laughs> anyway. I would love to travel again. Uh, I would too. Well, you told me earlier that Costa Rica is taking <laughs> visitors from New York. Yeah, six states. We can go to Costa Rica, honey. Um, I just don't want to fly or... And then yeah. I'd be afraid if we leave the country... That we can't come back. You know what? How about this? How about we take our tent, we'll put it in the backyard, and we'll just go camping. <laughs> that works. Oh, my God. Okay, so s- just so you know whose voice is whose, I am Sheila Amato, and you can find us on Twitter at Forever Fan Pod. And I am Kimberly Amato, and you can also find us on our website, foreverfangirls.com. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> we are your hosts, and we're glad you can join us. So today we wanted to discuss with you a show that Sheila and I consider somewhat of a guilty pleasure. Wait, wait, wait. What? I don't consider the show a guilty pleasure. Really? No, I don't. I told you I don't. No, but I just, but it's, we don't. No. A lot of people might not think that it's a guilty pleasure either. you did. (laughs) Anyway, it's a really good series though. Yes, it is. And it's also educational, informative, and one of my favorite stations actually as a whole. The mm. show airs on, on mm-hmm. Fios. Yes. And I subject you to it often. Yes. Well, you and your macabre. Yes, that is true yes mm-hmm. anyway today we will be talking about one of my favorite shows it airs on the channel reels it is titled autopsy the last hours of insert whoever they're working on right reels with a z so r-e-e-l-z yes and in case you have not seen the show uh or heard of it we wanted to make sure that you weren't spoiled so here is your usual banter uh, so that you can, you know, pause and not be spoiled. We also needed a moment to explain why we haven't been on the air for two weeks. Uh, we haven't been on air for three, baby. Because we're bi-weekly podcasts? Right, but we were <laughs> supposed to do the Winona Earp episodes every week. Uh-huh. So we haven't been on air for three weeks. Episode two, episode yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually trying to do math. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to defer, defer, defer. I'm going <laughs> to... Wow. I'm just going to say, yes, dear. Okay. Good But answer. we are a bi-weekly podcast. We are. <laughs> yes, we are. We planned, like my wife mentioned, on doing a uh, an episode after every single Winona Earp episode that aired, and that would have been breaking out of our normal bi-weekly uh, schedule, but we had planned on doing it because both of us do very much enjoy Winona Earp. Mm-hmm. However, there was something very large that happened. Uh, yeah. It was known as the Tropical Storm Isaias. I think I'm pronouncing that. I thought it was Isaias. Uh, well, I don't know if I was pronouncing it correctly. Neither do I. So, but in any event, it was a major wind storm that was actually more powerful than Superstorm Sandy. And it knocked a lot of trees. <laughs> <laughs> over not just knock them over like ripped their roots out threw them across streets yeah knocked down power poles it was pretty bad so we and had no power for four days four days in four days in, uh, tell me how you really feel <sighs> it, it was in a heat wave 
It was oh, unpleasant. God, it was. It was um, terrible. And let me tell you, from from now I can say from personal experience, yogurt does not smell very good after four mm. days of mm. no power in a fridge. Mm-mm. But I just want you to imagine having an episode needing to be edited, sitting on my computer with no power and no Wi-Fi to upload it, to get it to you. And we had discussed... Uh, Sakari's amazing cosplay and we were going to really you know delve into things and we couldn't so we felt bad and we were all dressed up and nowhere to go really oh did I say that out loud (laughs) okay anyway we we, we were gonna kind of air to very very late like we're like all right we got power like late Friday or late Saturday and then I'm like you know what to to skip it and air it and try to rush it, it it wouldn't be what we we would consider um, Forever Fangirls quality, so we didn't want to put it out there. And then to immediately jump into episode three when we skipped two kind of felt like we would be cheapening the season. So we agreed upon doing a an episode covering the first six episodes after the mid-season finale airs and really going into depth and taking what your comments and reviews uh, stated and incorporating them into the episode there. Yes, that's going to be a very packed episode. And so we apologize if it goes beyond our normal, like, average minutes. Well, there's a lot to talk about, so. And but then, it's all good. Hey, and then guess what? We'll be back on our weekly schedule. Yes, no, silver bi-weekly. Bi-weekly schedule. Bi-weekly schedule. <laughs> when I, for me, I'm like, yay, silver lining. Oh, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> Oh, wow. So okay. anyway, you're punchy. I'm pu- What? You're punchy. I'm not punchy. Okay. Anyway, we're going to get right into the heart of the episode now that the banter music has stopped and discuss Autopsy, The Last Hours of. Yes. It is hosted by forensic pathologist Michael Hunter, who has been the host since 2016 in the U.S. version. I was not aware. I know. That there was a UK version. And now I kind of want to find it. It's been airing since uh, 2014. So yeah. I'm like, hmm. That would be, I mean, that would be interesting. But, you know, it's, I, I, I'm kind of used to this host. So I don't know how I would feel about the other show. But Well, it's like Doctor Who. They just, you know, switch doctors. No big deal. You'd- I have not seen Doctor Who except for one episode with the female doctor. Yeah, I need to get you watching more of that. But that's neither here nor there. We both really do enjoy this show. So instead of doing the good, the bad, the cute, the unicorn, boop, we wanted to change things up for different types of shows. And in this case, we're just going to collectively discuss uh, what we liked because we have a list. Mm -hmm. So let's start with talking about what we like about the show. Did that come out better? Better? Better. (laughs) Sounded like you said breader. Better. (laughs) Better. Badger, 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 badger. Mushroom, mushroom. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, we're both punchy. Um, okay, so one of the things that I really like about the show, uh, especially since I'm like usually, I consider myself being like black and white and, you know, it's it's a binary thing with me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with, with this show, there are psychologists. There's a psychologist who gives that perspective. That's the gray area with everything else. And... And with this show, it, it gives a balance of, you know, both the science and, and the, the hard science and the soft science, if, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, it, look, this is a very macabre, dark yes. type coverage. So, I mean, this is not for the faint of heart to, to watch this or get into it. But I, knowing how they laid the timeline out and knowing how, seeing how people have handled certain things, how they grew up. And having the psychologist there to break it down, even if it's um, 
something as simple as, you know, they're, they're much older and their mind is saying they have the virility of, of like the 20 year old who is jumping and doing their own stunts to the 90 year old who is no longer capable of doing that. The, mm. the psychology there is, is fascinating to me. Conversely, on the opposite side, you know, someone who uses drugs and alcohol, yes, maybe they, the drugs and alcohol led to their death or caused their death, mm-hmm. but the psychology behind why they leaned on it, you know, what got them to the point of, of alcoholic dependency or drug dependency. It's very fascinating to me to learn that and to see that. And yeah. it, it is regardless of how you, you slice it. It's very, all of these stories are tragic. Yes, they are. I mean, you know, we just finished watching Amy Winehouse. She died of alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, during the last few minutes of that episode, Dr. Michael Hunter was actually saying, you know, she had, a period where she wasn't drinking alcohol at all, and then she binged. And it it kind of reminded me of the same thing with Corey Monteith, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you've, if you've seen. I actually saw it. It's, it's like a similar theme, right? Corey Monteith actually went through rehab so that he could kick his drug habit, and then his body couldn't handle the the dose that he had when he started using again because it was what he was using when he was using regularly so you know the just the science of how the body can take a lot but it can't take a massive jolt like that and and to see how it it affects all of the organs as well is is fascinating to me well that's that's why i really enjoy that they have the, the pathologist Michael Hunter because he also really does break things down I mean I don't understand I'm, I'm not a doctor I don't understand all of this so when he breaks it down he says look this chemical does this this mm-hmm. chemical does that and he shows you like they have the animations and they show you but he, he breaks it down and then he says and this is what they do together right if they're all mixed and it's it's expressed in a way that my brain can comprehend right and then what I also like because that again, like the psychologist and and he, Doctor Papadopoulos. Well, that's the the psychologist yes, that it, the we've job. seen most often. Yes, there are several others. Um, I enjoy that they they recreate the episodes and break them down in a way that you can see the deterioration. You can see where there are moments where that might have been stopped mm-hmm. in certain cases. In other cases, obviously, it you can't. Right. There's just um, biological, natural causes. It's just going to be. Right. Um, but it is, it, it's very interesting how the story is woven into a way that you can follow, understand, and kind of take a step back and go, well, damn. Yeah. And it's, when when you were saying earlier that, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, informa- informative things that come out of the show. Uh, one of the things that I didn't realize was that when you take heroin and the body metabolizes it and does what it does in the system, that it actually produces morphine in your system. I had no idea about that. And so now it makes sense. Okay, morphine, you just don't feel anything. You know, it, it numbs everything else. So that's, and it's highly addictive because, well, you don't feel anything. Yeah. So, and it's also, I think he said the, again, we're novices, please don't take what we say for like, yeah, yeah. But it's the idea that it, it's, it's not just that that's addictive. There's something about the chemical reaction and the dopamine in the brain right. that also responds. Exactly. But I mean, I wouldn't have known any of that. 
no and it's it's just again a fascinating thing to learn um also reading like he goes into detail in the reports like he'll bring up police reports he'll bring up coroner's right. reports he's not just looking at the autopsy he's looking at everything around it yeah like in uh i think it was jim morrison the coroner he's like w- there was no autopsy yes and, and that's Which was like really interesting and when asked you know they asked and that's the other thing i like is that they bring in other people that knew the individual so it's not just the pathologist and the psychologist it is the pathologist psychologist very close friends people that were witnesses people that worked with them it is a full picture of the individual going or through. as full as it can be yeah as true to reality as as you can get and I mean, one person in the case of Jim Morrison is like, hey, France was on holiday and these were American tourists, so they were not Parisian elite. So why are they going to do a an autopsy? Right. And I'm like, but why don't you? He's Jim Morrison. But apparently that was just, you know, he was a well-known drug addict and that was it. And right. that surprised me. So it's like seeing how things were done, knowing that literally there's a paragraph. Like, I think he said it was a paragraph right. or slightly more than that about the entire thing there was no drug toxicology so they don't know what happened to jim morrison right he can only surmise what happened right so that's fascinating and i guess the fact that there's no in some cases he doesn't he doesn't fight or force a definitive conclusion like he won't tell you no drugs killed this person that's it right he'll say well my conclusion is this or, led to this led to this led to this which could contribute to this and then can lead to death right you know, because some of these cases aren't black and white. No. And, you know, he can he can rule things out based on, you know, if there is a toxicology report, you know, he he goes systematically through a lot of different things that occurred in the in the person's life. Um, one of the things that we, we watched, I think it was last week, uh, we were watching Burt Reynolds last week. Mm-hmm. And I actually had no idea that after heart bypass surgery is that what he had i I think so but he had he had massive heart surgery right he had massive heart surgery and apparently after clearing up that that issue like seven to eight years later you are again susceptible to a heart attack after that surgery i had no idea that there was that timeline on it it's very eye-opening for me because then, you know, what I usually think of and, you know, we're, we're trying to do that. We're trying to lead a healthier lifestyle. We're trying to eat better. We're trying to do, you know, we do our three-mile walks every day, except today. It, we're trying to do the, the, the better things so that we don't have to go through the things that would require surgery that, that you know, what am I trying to say here? We're trying to be very, very healthy to alleviate the major surgeries and the major problems later on down the road. Yes. And you're going to have to edit that. So no, that I'm not. I think better. it's cute. No. Um, I think it's cute. It's staying. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say is that you know, it, it does open my eyes to like, oh my goodness, I really shouldn't have fried foods all the time. I need to eat a lot more veggies, a lot more whole foods. And these are things that I know but sometimes you're just like, okay, I really want a big juicy burger. Well, that's the same thing with, with the Walt Disney episode that we saw 
where basically he worked himself to death. Oh my gosh. I, mean, I cried in that episode. You did. And it's not, look, he, he drank and he smoked a hell of a lot. Yes, he they did. They said he was a chain smoker and that he would literally, what, smoke 60 cigarettes a day? Yes, a day. It, it was a, a very high number. Um, but the idea was he got hurt, he drank, he smoked, right? Mm-hmm. But overall, the underlying issue for me that I picked up on was that his job would not be stopped for anything. So when he wasn't feeling well, he still went to work. When he was in pain, um, when he had that polo accident, he didn't take care of it. When no. he was sick, yeah. he didn't take care of it. So it's it's eye-opening to me because that does remind me of, of sometimes what we both do. I, like, I'll get so hung up in something going on that I'll forget to eat. You know, not to the no, extreme. You won't because well, no, I won't let you. You don't, not anymore. But obviously not to the extreme of Walt Disney, but it's it's... You, you do look at your life and these are cautious tales of, of what you shouldn't do. Um, I also very much like how they discuss the reality of medication, especially like in the 70s, 60s, 50s, whenever they break it down. Um, how uh, I think it was in the discussion of Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, um, they were doing the 27 Club. Yes, so when they were going through the, the early members of the 27 Club with Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison, they discussed that, you know, these, some of these medications are prescribed and nobody had any idea of how powerful they were, that you can't mix them with alcohol. Right. It just wasn't common knowledge. And drugs and LSD and all of that, again, the reactions weren't common knowledge. And it makes me sit back and go, huh, I wonder how many medications or how many things are being developed today that 30, 40 years from now, they'll be like, hey, they had no understanding of what that drug really did. Well, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why research is very important. That ongoing research is very important just because you know, you, you go through a study and you have one outcome doesn't mean you stop there. That's That's why research dollars are very important well it's just like the medication i want to say fen fen it was it it found to be hugely successful for for weight weight loss loss, and then it killed people because their hearts just like i think they had heart attacks or something Mm -hmm. but again it's like wow you know people are so and and as a society and and this is one of the things i really do like that the show illustrates is they the psychologists show you this is what society was this is what their life was this was the bubble they lived in because mm-hmm. let's be honest when you're a celebrity you're in a bubble mm-hmm. and that bubble is is specific people around you and then tabloids mm-hmm. right and then all your fans and i love how they they show that they give you insight into that and they let you see hey these people are are doing these things because they're being told by others it's okay and it'll help them sleep because if they're musicians, they have to be on when they're on stage, but then they have maybe five hours to sleep because they have to go from the concert that ends at one to like sleep, to be right. up, to be on whatever radio program or morning show they are wherever. Right. And they have to be on again. So they would take pills to go down, take pills to wake up, take pills to go down. Yeah. And, and that's that, that was exactly how Elvis was. He would take sleeping pills to try to sleep and then um, something else to try to wake up so that he can actually perform. And it's, and what it's surprises kind of me about all of these when, again, bringing in the psychologist, before we go to the... Um, the stuff we don't like. Mm-hmm. It, it was very eye-opening to me that a lot of these cases, there is always an element of issue with food. 
Yes. At least in the 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 last like I want to say 10 or 15 episodes we've seen, mm -hmm. there always seems to be an issue with food, either the lack of eating, um, bulimia, um, overeating, or hyper-focused eating Yes, uh, on, on health, where everything has to be pure and clean and healthy. So it's it's fascinating to me to see, because it's, it's always that little bit of control, and that's where the psychology comes in, mm -hmm. because that's what they can control in their bubble. So I'm going to stop talking now, but I love the psychology side to this. I think that's truthfully my favorite part of this whole series. I think it is, too, because like I said, I, you know, I'm usually like black and white, and I'm like, oh, all right, that, that was the cause, and that's it. But it really is more complicated than that. And there are so many other factors that contribute to that. And even though I know it, you know, I guess in my mind, it's good to see it and and just be, well, just be faced with it. Just to reinforce the fact that, yes, human beings are complicated. There are a lot of different issues there. And so it cannot be just one thing that causes the demise. It's never just one thing. It's never just one thing. Okay, so collectively, I know we talked in a bunch of circles there, but that is what we really like. And I'm definitely leaving that blooper in for my wife. So if you're hearing my voice now, you know it's still there. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so... What do we collectively dislike? Well, the one thing for me is that... And it's not always, but there are certain episodes where it seems like it's so drawn out that it's like, oh my goodness, get to the point already. Yeah, where they seem to... Like they come up with, oh, well, this person suffered from A and then they take like three commercial breaks just to prove A isn't the reason they died. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. There are some episodes that it just, it feels like it was a, I don't want to say clean cut, but it feels like everything was done properly. The procedures were done properly. The toxicology reports and everything was laid out. So you really do know how the person died. Right. And then they try to kind of like fill in and go, oh, but it could have been this, but you know, it's not that already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that that was my that's my biggest thing really because I just there are some shows that like really grab me and they're fascinating and so I'm like I don't I I I don't feel the hour passing mm -hmm. and then there are times when I'm like oh my god it feels like two hours and we're only like fifteen minutes in you know what annoys me on those those episodes most mm -hmm. is what? when they come back from a commercial break. And they've like re-aired the past minute to catch you up on what you've missed, but you haven't left from the commercial break. <laughs> so it's like they'll yes. they'll discuss so and so was the last person to see so and so alive, and then you go to commercial break, it comes back and it goes so and so was the last person to see so and so alive. Right. And it's just I I know that. Please yeah. don't do that. You yeah. know, regular TV shows don't do that. Yeah. But it 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 seems like they're you know they're trying to make sure that they have an hour's worth, and yeah, I understand. But See, for me, I, I totally follow your train of thought. And I'm curious because that might lead into the other thing on our list of what we don't like is the, the commercial breaks. Mm. Certain shows, the commercial breaks seem to be less. Yes, because there's a lot of material that needs to be gone through. And and I'm curious because I'm I'm going to actually... <laughs> I want to say I'm going to actually do like an experiment and watch episodes and see... Because it's probably the same, but maybe it's the commercial choices or maybe it's because the information is so on certain episodes is so much that my brain is processing it during the commercial break. So I don't really realize it, mm -hmm. but sometimes the commercials just feel like, Oh my God, please stop. I don't need another whatever commercial about whatever medication that I should be taking right. <laughs> this week. 
you know, stop it, pharmaceutical companies, and let me just get back to my show. Well, we have a couple of shows that we are going to be watching tomorrow, so we can always, like, time the commercials and see, you know, make a, make a very small experiment. Yeah, but you going to do that? No, you will. You brought it up. I don't, but I really don't want to. Well, I'm going to be we're watching the show. We're recording it the day before we're watching all that stuff, so. You know what? I'm going to be watching the show, so you can... I'm going to be watching the show, too. That's the problem. That's why I'm saying it's hard, <laughs> and sometimes I feel like they're longer, and other times I don't. You know what? Then what we can do is record it, and then watch the episode. But, but we fast-forward through the commercials when we have it on the DVR. We're spoiled that way. Well, you know what, then? I'm out of ideas. How about we just do this? For one episode, we'll do the first, the first commercial break, and we'll put it in the notes, the show notes, and we'll say how long they are. So people will see it when we launch. Be like, this was our quick experiment. The first episode, this is the episode. These were the commercials, how long it was. And then second episode, these are how long the commercials were. Okay, you go do that. Otherwise, it's going to, I'm not going to enjoy the episodes at all. (laughs) And I really want to (laughs) watch. I like the show, damn it. Uh, Okay. So yeah, I will, I will do my best to do that. If it's in the show notes and says, guys, I tried. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I really tried, but. You know, I just, I didn't do it. Yeah. (laughs) I apologize in advance. I I like to watch my TV shows. I know you do. I do too. I enjoy sitting on the couch and watching with you. I'm very spoiled that way. (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, what do you guys think of our, well, no, it's not our guilty pleasure. I don't know why you brought that. You brought that in here. Do you want to know why I think it's a guilty pleasure? Why? Because... A lot of people will look at this like it's a very, very dark series, right? We've, we've discussed this. This is not this is not for the faint of heart. I've already said that. I, I, I kind of think it's a guilty pleasure because a lot of people will look at it and be like, girl, what the hell are you watching? Why are you fascinated by somebody dying? And, you know, people do kind of give you weird looks when you enjoy shows that deal with the macabre. It's kind of like why... Uh, why do I write darker stories? Why do I enjoy delving? Why do I want to buy the book and encyclopedia about serial killers? Because because you're you, and that's that's what you're. Ever since I've known you, that's the thing that that you have always gravitated to. You know, it's just your thing. Yeah, it's it's. But for me, it's the fascination of the mind behind it. But some people might look at it and be like, mm, "That's a little weird." But you know, to me, it seems that. It's a natural extension of that because you were but you, studying you've psychology. known me for almost we've been together almost 20 years. So mm-hmm. for someone from the outside looking in, it might be this weird thing. So that's why I consider it my guilty pleasure, because I don't really I mean, this is the first time I'm actually verbalizing that I enjoy the show on a grand scale. Mm. Well, since you introduced me to it, I'm like, oh, you know what? That's fascinating. It it just it shows me a different dimension of the human struggles. But I guess. does that make sense? Why I say it's a guilty pleasure? Say For that me, again. Anyway, does that make sense? Yes, you were talking away from the mic, so I couldn't hear you. What? Really? Mm-hmm. And all right, just let's. Okay, fine. <laughs> just, let's just move on. <laughs> Moving right along. All right. So, what do you guys think of? what we talked about have you ever seen autopsy the last hours of if you have drop us a line to forever fan pod on twitter you want to try that again hmm? <laughs> what did i say you not- just you just all of a sudden you like did this dramatic pause of on twitter like 
Yeah, we're on Twitter. <laughs> I can't sing. I'm sorry for everybody's eardrums. I just broke. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Okay. So, let me do that again. <laughs> so, what do you guys think <laughs> of what we discussed today? <laughs> Have you ever seen Autopsy, the last hours of... <laughs> You know, you're like cracking yourself up over there. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Ah. Anyway, if you do like the show, drop us a line at Forever Fan Pod so that we can continue the discussion there. And if you don't like the show and, you know, wanted to have a conversation with us anyway, you can go there too. It's not like we're isolating anybody just to the people who like the show. Yes, but that's what you wrote here and that's what I'm reading. No, I just I said drop you know what? us a line. You know what? Look... <laughs> We're both punchy. I'm sorry. I think it is just best that we cut the episode off here. As always, we want to thank you so much for tuning in and allowing us to take up a small part of your day. If you haven't already, please hit that little subscribe button so you never miss whatever the heck this nutty banter is going on between the two of us right now. And if you do have an additional moment, please rate and review the show wherever you happen to listen. Okay, you said that a little fast. What did you want them to do? I'm in New York, right? Speed talk. Say that again, please. If you haven't already, please hit that little subscribe <laughs> button so you never miss out on our nutty banter. And if you have... It should, is that good enough? No. <laughs> you know what? It, it was that last bit about rating or review. It, it was just like... It mushroom, mushroom. Betcha, 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 betcha. Anyway, I apologize sincerely. As you can tell, we haven't been able to record. We haven't been able to do anything. So we're a little off our game and we hope that you're laughing with our craziness. But like I said, hit the subscribe button. And if you have a moment, please rate, review, just let us know how we're doing so we can get better or, you know, just keep going down the rabbit hole of nuttiness. It's it's all good with me. <laughs> it's all good. And in the meantime, stay safe, be kind and remember, ends are simply beginning to other stories. <laughs>